Hey, what's up? Thanks for tuning in to Love Live Poetry. If you are a returning user, welcome back. If you're a new listener, welcome, welcome. And thank you so much for the love and support. It's been more than appreciated and I hope all is well with you all. Today is the super exciting first day of Love Live Poetry's Rebirth and it means so much to me that you are a part of it. Each time you come here, I want you to gain something from my conversations or my poems that help you to evolve into your highest self. So when I come on, I bring my heart and soul every time, hoping to reach you with my light. Um, it's about helping and healing souls for me. And today, I hope to do just that with the help of Sunrise. We're going to start the first chapter um, of Love Live Poetry discussing grief. One heavy emotion that anyone hates to feel and something that Sunrise has dealt with. So let's get right on into it. Sunrise, how are you doing today? I'm well. Thanks for having me. Oh, yeah, no problem. Thanks so much for being here. Um, there's lots of people who are currently dealing with grief, and sometimes the emotion is um, never dealt with, and it consumes you in a negative way if you don't deal with it. So uh, could you please share your experience with us about grief? Sure, sure. Um, I would like to first start off with the definition um, according to Webster for grief. As grief is a keen mental suffering or distress over affliction or loss, a sharp sorrow, painful regret. And so that's the definition. And I would just like to elaborate on the definition for a little bit. As far as the keen mental suffering um, or distress over affliction or loss, it's a... Um, Grief is, um, it can affect your, your mental health. Let's just start there. Um, <clears throat> and the whole thing about grief, it's a good thing. It's, it's okay to grieve a loss of a loved one. Um, but grief comes in uh, several different aspects. It could be, you could grieve the loss of a relationship, of a job. It's not just the loss in death, but there's other uh, things that you grieve. And so, and, but in all of them, the common thing about them, they can affect you mentally uh, it, as far as how you process grief. And so it's very important to process grief uh, in a healthy manner um, because if you don't, um, grief can be a silent killer. Um, for instance, um, it could kill your joy kill your motivation, um, kill your desire to strive to reach your goals. Um, it could also kill your relationship um, with God. Uh, sometimes we get angry with God for taking our loved ones. Um, it can kill your relationship with family. A lot of times when there's a death in the family, um, sometimes families fall out and um, cause uh, some bitterness amongst family members. Um, it can it can also kill your will to even get up out of the bed every day. Um, it just depends on how big of a loss you're suffering. Um, and even people in the loss of animals, it has the effect uh, of a human being, you know. And so, um, but it's it's important that you deal with grief. Uh, 
you kind of need a best by date on grief because there's a, a time in which you have to shelve it. You have to put it away. You know, no one can tell you how long to grieve. You know, um, you go through your grieving process, however you choose, but choose to do it in a healthy manner so that it does not affect you. It can also um, hit you so heavily um, that sometimes you don't even want to live. There's a lot of people who, who even consider suicide due to the loss of a loved one. So it puts you in a place to choose to live or die, basically. Um, because a lot of times when you're so focused on the loss, you're not, you're losing the focus on the gain, the gain of your life, because you are allowed to, God has blessed you to wake up every morning and live, to make a difference, to continue your goals, to continue loving on the loved ones who yet live, but you're no longer focused on that, you're focused on the deceit, you know, and so you have to choose to, 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 to shelve it you know, so that you can be healthy and continue on in life. Because a lot of times with grief, um, it can take a toll on you. Um, it can affect your, your, your countenance. Um, it could cause you to, uh, you know, cause you to have a sad demeanor, an angry demeanor. You know, grief could cause you to have an, be on an emotional roller coaster. And a lot of times people feel that and they sense that in your presence. So when you come into a room, if you were a bubbly person, now that you're dealing with the grief, a lot of times that sad countenance, you know, takes over you and people wonder what happened to your joy? Where, where are you? Where is Sunrise? You know, she's, uh, she used to be so bubbly. And so to share a little bit with you about the loss that I have experienced, um, I lost my mom and my dad and my sister. So I, I lost other relatives, but I picked these three. I named these three because they were more dear to my heart. These are the, the, the biggest loss that I've experienced. And my first loss was my mother um, in which I went out of town and I'm not a traveler, but I decided to go out of town for a couple of days. And uh, I received a call that my mom had passed away before I made it back back home. And my mom, it was a sudden death. She was not ill. And so um, the first thing, the first emotion that set in was regret. Uh, I mean, not regret, was denial. I did not believe that my mom was deceased because she wasn't sick. There was nothing wrong with her. So I just refused to believe it. Um, but of course, I had to, reality set in and I had to um, believe it, you know, seeing is believing. And so in seeing her deceased body, I was forced to uh, believe it. And so the next emotion was anger. I was angry with God. I was very angry and I didn't understand how he would allow me to leave town and take my mother without me being there. And so, um, <clears throat> so you deal with these emotions and things like that. And, and, and so that's the the first loss. And again, I go out of town years later, over 20 years later, I go out of town and I get the call about my dad being dying. And so uh, again, I lose my father while I'm on a out of town. And 
I'm still not that huge person that travels a lot, but I decide to take a trip with a friend and get a call that my dad has passed who was not sick as well. So it was just a sudden death. And so again, um, the anger just set in. And so I'm, I'm like really angry at God. I'm just, I'm just, I mean, to, to the max. And, um, and so, and you deal with that being that my dad was my best, best friend. I, I just said in my mind, I don't even want to live without him, you know? So every day after his death, I, I cried and I dealt with the anger and I dealt with not wanting to live and, you know, and things like that. And so for probably almost, um, probably about six months or more, um, I had those thoughts of not wanting to live. Um, but I decided one particular evening um, to choose um, to live for the sake of my child um, because I yet have breath in my body. And so I, I had to choose to live or die. And so I chose to live um, and, um, and in doing that, I had to come to grips with the fact that my dad and my mom and my sister who passed away shortly after my dad, they all belong to God. God, you know, the thing is, is that with parents, a lot of times when you have children, you think they belong to you and they do, they belong to you, but everyone is sent here to on this earth um, for a purpose to fulfill. And that's the purpose, a divine purpose. And so you are chosen as the vessel to get them here. Any parent, you're chosen to get them here. But once they're here, then your job is done. And so um, yet still you raise that child and things like that. But at some point, we all have to return to our heavenly father. And so, and we were his first. And so I have to start thinking, okay, I'm angry with God for taking what's his back. You know, we're, we're sit here for a period of time. We all have expiration dates. And so in processing it and getting better at processing death, I, once my relationship with God began to grow and I got closer to God, then I was able to see things a little bit differently when people would pass. And I felt like that's God's child. So at this point in time, they have a date in which to return home to him. So, yeah, it's hard to say goodbye, but you yet still have to, to let them go. And I think the best way to let anybody go is to realize that they belong to God and that we all have a period of time to be here on this earth. It doesn't matter if it's tragic, if it's sudden or however they choose to go. It's how God has chosen for them to leave this earth. But in order to release them, the your your I guess it comes, um, the processing of grief uh, comes with releasing them back to God. You have to, you have to decide to release them back to their heavenly father. And once you look at it that way, then you'll realize that they know they didn't belong to yours in the first place. It was almost like he allowed you to borrow them for a period of time, you know, and then you'll have to say goodbye as they depart here part earth and, and the thing about it is that you only lose the the shell of a being the body but the spirit lives on the spirit is the only thing that truly matters and a lot of times we cater to our 
our our our our bodies our you know fleshly beings but the one thing that truly matters is our spiritual being because that's the that's the thing that lives on to eternity whether it's in heaven or hell so you have to decide to cater to your your spiritual being and so the our loved ones still the spirit of our loved ones still exists and it still resides in my heart i used to go to uh, michigan every year to to visit my mom's grave and one particular year as i was getting ready to go um i heard my mom say don't don't go i'm not there it's just a shell of a body i'm in your heart i'm everywhere you are i'm everywhere you are and i just stopped in my tracks and i no longer went i no longer traveled to michigan uh, to to see um my mom's grave to visit my mom's grave because it's so true she's with me everywhere i go her spirit yet lives on and um and so that's the thing with grief it's just you 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 have to shelve it you know and not allow it to take control not allow it to dim your light and cause you to have that sad gloomy demeanor and um deal with it in a healthy manner so that you know, it won't take a toll on you because those days when you can't get up out of bed and things like that, and you're moving around, you know, like a snail, different things tend to creep creep up on you. And next thing you know, you will have some health issue that comes along with it. But it's all a matter of just choosing to live, you know, and not focus on, on the deceased, but focus on the reality mm-hmm. that God has blessed you yet with life to do something with. You know what I'm saying? Because you can't bring the dead back. You can't. Mm-hmm. Even with the with the relationship that's dead, when it's over, it's over. A lot of times people, the thing is, is till death do us part. That does not mean for to eternity. It means for the duration of that relationship. You know what I'm saying? If the relationship was for six months and it's over, that's the death of that relationship. That was until death do us part. Okay, the relationship is dead. It's over with. And so you have to process that loss of that relationship. You know, we've all heard that some relationships are for a season and some are for, you know, a lifetime. And so for those that are for a season, you know, you bury them and keep it moving, you know? And so, but we have to just deal with grief no matter what type it is, um, even in losing a job, you know? Yeah, if you've been on a job for 25 years, you have to learn how to process that and, and yet get up out of the bed and choose to live and go and motivate yourself and seek another, you know, employer. And so, um, but we have to deal with grief in a healthy, healthy manner, or it will, it could, it could kill you. It really could. And so a lot of times people walk around dead inside after a loss of somebody. And I'm telling you that empty feeling that you have in the loss of somebody is so unhealthy. And it gives you that mind that you don't, you don't care about anything. You know, so if it gives you a, a mind that you don't even want to live, then you've already died. You're just existing, you know. And so in our loved ones who've come and gone, they would not be happy with that at all. Of course, they would want the, want the best for you. And you, you just have to choose to live. You know, either you're going to live or you're going to die. And so in choosing to live, you got to shake it off. You got to go ahead and shelve that. And so that best by date, you know, it's very important. Deal with your grief for a healthy period, 
and, and put it away. And the thing is, is that it doesn't matter if it's for a short period of time or a long period of time. That does not dictate how much you love that person. Some people think they have to grieve for so long, you know, a long period of time to prove that they love their loved one who passed. He, as much as I love my dad, if I were to have grieved for three weeks and stopped, that would have been my choice of, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't mean that I didn't love my dad with all of my heart. You know, if it became unhealthy for me at three weeks, then, and I chose to live, then I chose to shelve it and keep it moving. You know what I'm saying? But you have to make healthy decisions for yourself. And a lot of times, sometimes when that grief spirit, because there are spirits, there's anger spirits, there's spirits of sadness, you know, there's spirits. And so if that grief spirit take a toll on you and, and a good grip on you and won't let you go, you got to do something. You got to fight your way out of that. Otherwise, it will consume you to the point where you don't want to live and you can't get up. So you have to do something. But in your choice to live, you will accept the fact that God, that that person belongs to God and they were only here for a period of time and to do a work or to serve a purpose for God, not for us to kick it and hang out and just chill out until God calls us home. That's not why we're all here. You know, we're here to do a job for God. And so, and when that job is up, yeah, we're going to return home. But while we're here, you just love on your loved ones in the manner in which you should. And a lot of times too, people are dealing with grief of regret, you know, and that's the definition say a painful regret. A lot of times we regret in the fact that we didn't do this or we didn't do that. And so while we're here and while you're able to love on someone, you know, love on them. And a lot of times we take life for granted, but if you just think that this could be my last day and you love that person each day, like it's your last day, you can't go wrong with that. And so that's my take on grief. And I'm sorry that it was pretty lengthy, but um, I'm hoping oh, that- Oh, no, no. That's, that's completely fine. It was, it was very um, deep, you know, and very, I, I felt it. You know, I felt where you were coming from. You were mentioning, you know, just dealing with the different emotions of disbelief and anger that you had to experience. And a lot of people deal with those same emotions. Um, and it's hard. And if they don't deal with it in a healthy way, they choose to do drugs or do alcohol or they just sit they sit in their sorrow. They, they sit in their sorrow until they can't sit in their sorrow anymore. And so when you were saying about, um, you know, dealing with grief in a healthy manner and, and shelving it, you know, and not really putting a timestamp on how long it is you have to deal with grief or, you know, you shouldn't be still dealing with it for, for this amount of time or, wow, you already over that that quick and you say you love that person. Um, you know, I, I I definitely understand because everybody deals with the, with grief differently. Some people don't take a long time, while others they take a very very long time. And so, with you saying dealing with it in a healthy manner, what are some coping mechanisms that you can share with us that maybe have worked for you um, in the past in dealing with the grief? Okay, good question. Um, the, the 
coping me mechanism that I use is, is just when I think of my loved one and I think that their spirit yet lives and resides in my heart. And so my thing is that I always say, as long as my mom and my dad and my, as long as I have a heartbeat, my mom, my dad, and my sister has a heartbeat, have a heartbeat as well, because they reside within my heart. Everywhere I go, they are. And so as, I mean, and two, you, 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 um, you have three, I have three angels, you know what I'm saying? And so just the thought of them being everywhere that I am and, and looking over me and protecting me as I go, come and go, I mean, is, is exciting to think about it. So you just have to look at it in a positive way. And so you lose, you know, the earthly being, but you gain an angel, you know, and so, um, and to, to acknowledge the fact that they belong to God and it's okay to, to, um, you know, even after all this time, my dad, my mom died in 1992, and my dad died in 2015, um, and my sister in 2019, but um, yet still, even after you shelve the grief, you'll have moments in which things will trigger that you'll think about them, you may laugh, you may cry, you may smile, whatever the trigger is, yet still it's okay to still think about them, but yet still you're not consumed with the grief part that was unhealthy for you. So you'll get to a point after you shelve it that you can smile, that you like, I remember my dad saying that, or, I, you know, just different triggers that will cause you to think about that loved one, you know, and that'll help you process it, you know, a lot better. And so over time, it gets easier, you know, um, but you never, you never forget about your loved one. Uh, but you just have to think about them um, in a different way and not let it take a toll uh, on your body and on your mental status. Because there are a lot of people, I mean, who have grieved for years and years, like a lot of older elderly people who've been married for years. Sometimes even after one pass, their spouse follows, you know, very soon after because they have such a strong bond that they can't live without each other. You know what I'm saying? And so in life, you know, you have bonds like that with people, you know, and so the loss of that individual really can take a toll on you and cause you to leave this world right behind them. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to be elderly to follow behind somebody. It's just that when you get to a point where now you're consumed with the grief of that loved one, it has consumed you so to the point where you can't breathe without them. Next thing you know, some, some health issue has come up and has taken you out of here because that grief has locked you in to the point where it won't release you and it, it got you, you know, and you follow behind them shortly after. And so you do, it's so important that you choose life, that you choose to live after the loss of a loved one and not let that grief um, take a toll on you and consume you and take you out of here. And when I say take you out of here, it's sometimes it's not even physically out of here. You're, you're still here. People, you know, who talk to you or see you, they're like, okay, I, you're here, but you're not, you know what I'm saying? Because you're so far gone, you know what I'm saying? In your mental space that you're so consumed with this grief that you don't, you're just existing. You're moving around like a zombie, you know? And so yeah. So that's when it becomes unhealthy.
Yes, yes. And I definitely agree. And, um, you know, in, in dealing with grief and relationships, that is a a a whole nother different type of grief you know what I mean it's like when you really love somebody and you know you thought that you were going to spend however long with them the rest of your life or even if you thought it wasn't gonna last long (laughs) you know what I mean but and and all of a sudden you guys break up or lord forbid they pass away and it just, it, it tears you up. Like the breakups, I'm, I'm just going to speak on breakups right now. Um, Cause as you said, that, that is a form of grief. Yeah. It's, it's a great loss for, for some of us. Yeah. And um, it is very, very hard dealing with losing a relationship that you were so connected with and that you just felt like you put your all into. Yeah. And sometimes we get in our heads and I'm just speaking from experience. I know that I have definitely been um, in experiences where I have lost somebody dear to me, uh, you know, in a relationship and it just took a great toll on my emotions and my mental state. You know, it was times to where I would isolate myself from people. I didn't want to talk to nobody. Um, I was angry. I was bitter. You know, just the fact like, well, I, I thought this was going to be, you know, for, I thought this was forever. You, you gone? Right. How am I supposed to deal with that? How am I supposed to, how is my heart supposed to handle that? But like you said, we just have to look at things in a different manner. Some people are here for seasons. Some people are here for the rest of your life. So in, in that being said, the person that you may have thought was going to be here for the rest of your guys' life, it's not always as we perceive. And so if if we can just understand that, that sometimes our perception of what is meant to be forever is not always going to be forever. Um, heartbreak is very, very, it's very hard. And that can also lead to drug addiction and alcohol abuse. It can even lead to suicide. Like some people really they be so, so down in their mental and they vibrate at such a low frequency to where they just want to take their own life. Right, right. You know, it's dealing with um, grief is definitely, it's a tough one. It, it is. It's it a is. tough one. It's a tough one. And you really, you need support when you're dealing with grief. And that's, a, uh, that's something that I have learned as well right. in my relationship relationship and losing it um and not not isolating myself it's okay to talk to people people that you trust it's okay to talk to people about your relationship and how you feel and how you felt like you know you suffered that loss and just any emotions that you're feeling it's okay to reach out to those people and talk about it because you need to talk about it and if you don't have people to talk about it journal it write it down just get the feelings out somehow you know release yes release it give it to god pray to him talk to him about it yeah you know meditate pray journal all those different type of things are good coping mechanisms for dealing with grief and And i would definitely encourage anybody who's dealing with any type of grief to to try those try those things and if i may 
um, that reminded me, you know, that in dealing with the, you know, grief and the loss of an individual, rather it's a relationship that has come to an end or uh, death, um, that you, that void that that person leaves in your life. I mean, like when you're in a relationship, you're together most of every day, you know, you're consumed with that person, you know, whether mm-hmm. a phone call, texting, you know, whatever, it's always you and that person in some magnitude. Um, and even in the, in the loss of someone in death, you, you were always together and things like that. And so it creates that emptiness, that void that you're walking around with, that you're no longer fulfilled because of the loss of that person. And so that's the thing. And so Holy Spirit has been a coping mechanism for me because Holy Spirit is the comforter, you know, that Jesus, that God sent back here to be with us to help us to cope with different things, to help us to, you know, and so Holy Spirit, when I pray to Holy Spirit about different things, when my mind starts to play games with me, when he starts to lead me to thinking about, you know, the dead instead of the living, you know, and things like that, I'm like, okay, Holy Spirit, I need you to keep my mind stayed on you, keep my mind stayed on God, bring me back, reel me back in, because I'm I'm getting Mm -hmm. out there, because the thing is, is that when you get too far out there, the next thing you know, after you've come so far, you know, in getting through the grief, if you start to dwell on the, 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 the death of the relationship all over again, the next thing you know, all of those emotions start to come back. Now you're mad again. You know, you're angry. You mm-hmm. want revenge, you know. So after you've come so far from letting that person go, who did you spend all this time with? Or whatever the breakup, whatever the reason the breakup was, Sometimes you get to a point where you feel better. Okay, I'm moving on. You know, got to keep it moving, you know. But then sometimes a trigger can happen. And next thing you know, uh, you're starting to think about that person again. You're starting to think about how it all played out, how it went down, how it was unfair to you. And next thing you know, mm-hmm. you're starting to get back mad and angry again. And you just want to get back at that person. And I'm like, okay, Holy Spirit, reel me back in. I need you. You know what I'm saying? And so, and two, you need that somebody that you can call on because we do, we're not, no man is an island. You need that somebody Mm -hmm. that you can lean on and that shoulder to cry on, that person that you can trust with your deepest secrets, you know what I'm saying? And so, as you mentioned, that support system is so important because you do, you need someone who will allow you to dump on them because, you know, as friends, you just don't want to dump on your friends all the time about stuff, complaining about stuff and different things like that. But you need that one friend who will allow you to call them in the middle of the morning and late at night to say, hey, I'm having an issue. You know, I got all this stuff on my head. I need to release, you know, because you do, you got it. You have to get it off of you. Otherwise, you, you, you'll be consumed with it. And, and so you'll get to a point where you feel like you even, you, you have to just throw up, you know what I'm saying? Because you're so full of anger and, you know, at that person or, or whatever the, the emotion is, you get so full of it that if you don't release it, you you feel like I, I'm going to get sick. That's because you got to push it out. It has come, it has surfaced so to the point, to the top, that you need some mechanism to push it, to release it. So whether it's Holy Spirit, fall on your knees and praying and crying out to God, or calling that, that, that close friend, loved one, or whoever, to just say, hey, I need you, and just unload on them, but release it. You got to get it off of you. Otherwise, 
it's going to take a toll. And next thing you know, you're going to be, it's going to be showing all in your face and your eyes and things like that because you're not eating, you're not sleeping, and everybody's going to, going to know it. They're going to see that you're, something's terribly wrong. So you have to choose yourself. That's the, 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 the bottom line. Definitely. You have to choose you, whether it's a, in a breakup, in a relationship, or a death of a loved one. You have to choose you and choose to continue living. And you have to. That You have to. You do. You do. Because once they're gone, they're gone. There is no bringing them back. Um, relationship-wise, sometimes relationships are, they're, they're better off dead. Honestly, you know, just depending on the type of relationship that you're in. But if you are if or if you were in a good relationship and it just happened to end so abruptly, the first thing we need to do is acknowledge our pain. Right. Um, a lot of times we be having this strong face on and having this mask on like, oh, I'm OK, girl, ain't nothing wrong with me. I'm walking around like everything good. Yeah. And baby in the inside, I mean, in the oh, inside. Uh, yeah, bleeding out, bleeding out. Oh man, I mean, just toe, toe up, like, like a wolf then went in the inside and just, just went at you with the claws and just tore yeah. it all up. Yeah. Tore it all up. And so that's, that's, you know, definitely one thing that we need to learn how to do is acknowledging our pain. It's okay to say that you're hurt. It's okay to say that you're upset. You know, it's okay. Just acknowledge it and deal with it. Don't don't hide it because yeah. when you hide it, it just begins to grow into something bigger and bigger and bigger yeah. and bigger and bigger. And then finally, you just explode. Oh, yes. And then the, the explosion is is detrimental to yeah. you and whoever else is around you. You oh. know, and so uh, is acknowledging it and dealing with it is definitely definitely a priority number one. Right. You know, so, yeah, and, and I know everybody's grieving process is unique to them. Nobody's grieving process is the same. Um, there is, you know, it, it's plenty of help out there. You can go to a, a grief counselor. Right. You know, if you if that's something that, that you're able to do, go to a grief counselor. Um, if you find yourself getting into a, a depressive state and you find yourself having suicidal thoughts or you know, just, just wanting to harm yourself or others, you can always reach out to the suicide hotline. You know, there's definitely resources out there. There's online resources, there's groups, support groups, yes. um, you know, on Facebook, all these different social yeah. media platforms. There's a lot of different support groups for a lot of different things. And so um, we need to be more open to receiving help and receiving support and acknowledging that pain because if you don't acknowledge that you're having it you're not going to go look for support absolutely and if you're not going to look for support then that means it's just sitting it's just sitting and it's it's, it's festering festering by the minute festering every time you have a thought about it it's festering right every time you see something that triggers you it's festering mm -hmm. but if you acknowledge it then we're able to deal with it and we're able to cope and find different ways to deal with it. So, um, you know, I definitely think that we just need to be more, we need to be more open to support. Yeah. And take off the mask. The mask is, take it off. Absolutely. The one, the <laughs> last thing I want to say too is that 
um, the people, the, 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 our loved ones who yet breathe. And, you know, I, I, I'm thankful to God for every breath my loved ones take, every single breath that they take. And so, and, and, and in showing my gratefulness for every breath that they take, I should not subject them to um, that thing that I'm dealing with in the loss of somebody else. So, so many times um, I'm so focused on the loss of this person that the, I'm neglecting my loved ones who, who, who I live with. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk to them. I don't want to be bothered. I don't want to get up. I don't want to, you know, and it's just like I'm treating them unfairly when this person over here is gone. They're, they're gone. But and, and you have to acknowledge the living, you know what I'm saying? And choose to yet embrace those who yet live. Because how would it make you feel if I'm so tuned in to the dead that I'm totally neglecting you and pushing away your love? You're trying to love on me and I'm telling you, no, I don't want to be bothered. I don't want to deal with, you know what I'm saying? Your whole, whole being has changed, you know? And so, and your living loved ones have to suffer through all of that. Because you choose to die with your deceased or person or the breakup of that relationship that now consumes you. You know what I'm saying? Even though you've woken up with this person, yet still here we are over here saying, hey, but we love you. We're here. You know, can we spend some quality time together? Can you laugh with us? You know, and, and so that's what we have to, to remember, to love on those who yet live, who yet want to love on us. Love and be loved. Don't focus so much on the person who has kicked you to the curb, per se. You know what I'm saying? It's rather harsh. But if it's over, it's over. You know, mm-hmm. it's that season, that chapter is over in your life. Rewrite, start writing another chapter. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it's up to you how that chapter is going to be, begin, you know, or if it's going to begin. Are you going to continue to allow this old chapter to go on and on and on in the manner in which it is? Are you going to start a new beautiful beautiful chapter for yourself and move on and create better days you know for yourself and come up out of that grief and and things like that and so um but it's been a pleasure uh discussing this topic with you I mean it's been something that you know yeah I've had a lot you know a lot of time in dealing with grief and so I really appreciate you bringing me on um to just um give a little bit of my spill on you know I'm not an expert um, this is just a uh, grief according to sunrise. And so I appreciate you allowing me to, um, uh, to share. Oh, yes, yes. I, I appreciate you even more for being here and, you know, being able to share your story and share your experience, you know, with, with us all, because there's somebody out there, they, they need to hear this. They, they need that that uh that extra boost or you know just they just need to hear that that it'll be okay just different ways to deal with it and um so I'm definitely glad that you were able to be here with us on today thank you (laughs) yes yes so um to everybody thank you thank you so much for tuning in if you have not already don't forget to follow me on tiktok and facebook at Love Live Poetry for more content. Uh, I'll be back next week, next Friday. I'm not sure what the topic is going to be yet. I'm not sure if I want to even disclose um, 
about future topics yet. I'm it's still kind of I'm still thinking if I want to let you guys know what's what's uh in store for the up and coming weeks or do I just want to keep you waiting and guessing and ready to tune in. So uh yeah, just be ready for another episode next week. And thank you all so much for tuning in. I love you, I love you, I love you. Peace and blessings to everyone. I hope everyone has a good day. Bye.